Agriculture is the next big thing here in Western Australia. The industry is diversifying and innovating, and it enjoys an envious growth trajectory based on ever-increasing demand for food and textiles. Join us for the next Success and Leadership Breakfast at the Perth Convention and Exhibition Centre on Tuesday, February 22nd to hear from CBH Group's Chief Executive Ben McNamara and Harvest Road's Chief Executive Paul Slaughter as they share their deep knowledge about the sector. Tickets available online now at businessnews.com.au slash events. Good afternoon and welcome to At Close of Business, a daily podcast hosted by Business News. Is the public's enthusiasm for the Big Bash waning? Find out on today's episode of At Close of Business with Managing Editor Sean Cowan, who discusses why cricket's golden goose may yet be cooked. But first, here's the news you need to know today. The Australian Nursing Federation has pleaded with the state government not to reopen the border on February 5 after detailing the conflicting advice received by the dozen healthcare workers linked to yesterday's COVID case. Yesterday, Health Minister Amber Jade Sanderson confirmed 12 staff from Fiona Stanley's emergency department had been forced into isolation after unknowingly treating a man in his 60s who later tested positive for COVID-19. The case attended the emergency department on Monday evening with an unrelated illness, but later tested positive for the virus. But that wasn't the advice initially received, according to Australian Nursing Federation WA head Mark Olson. At first, the 12 staff that treated him were advised by the hospital's infection control team that they were deemed moderate contacts and would need to isolate for 48 hours and present for testing. The staff, who were understood to have treated the patient in full PPE, were told that if they tested negative, they could return to work. But in the hours that followed, Mr Olson said the staff received at least four calls from WA Health with conflicting advice. The workers, who were all triple vaccinated, were allegedly told to present for PCR testing and isolate for 14 days as they were now considered close contacts of the case. They were then told they could return to work in the emergency department on day eight in full PPE. But that they were not to attend shopping centres. It's understood WA Health has so far been unable to explain why the staff were recategorised, nor has it been able to explain whether the 14 day isolation period would become standard practice for medical staff treating COVID positive patients. Mr Olson said staff felt as though they were being punished for inconsistent messaging from the health department. He said the incident was further evidence that WA was unprepared for the border reopening on February 5 and pleaded with the state government to reconsider. Meanwhile, WA has recorded five new local cases of COVID-19 overnight, including another case who contracted the virus from an unknown source. This afternoon, the Department of Health confirmed four of the five cases were contacts of previous cases, half of whom have potentially been infectious whilst in the community. But the fifth case has not yet been linked to any of the known cases and has been in the community for the duration of their infectious period. A further five cases were recorded among return travellers. And in other news, higher sales volumes and LNG prices have dramatically boosted Woodside's revenue, with the company also reversing $582 million US dollars of past impairments. Most performance metrics were up across the board for Woodside, with sales revenue 
revenues for the December quarter hitting a record 2.8 billion US dollars. It marked an 86% improvement from the previous quarter's takings of 1.5 billion US dollars. Underpinning revenue was a 22% rise in sales volumes, while average realised prices fetched $90 per barrel of oil equivalent. All up, production for Woodside's last quarter ended with 22.6 million barrels of oil equivalent. Chief Executive Meg O'Neill said it had been the business's highest quarterly sales revenue on record. Woodside shares are up 1.53% on the update to trade at $25.81. We'll be right back. We understand that business relies on being informed. That's why Business News is your most reliable source of news, industry insights and business connections. To stay fully informed, we encourage you to subscribe to our emails, flick through our magazine and visit businessnews.com.au for daily news updates. It's the best way to ensure you have the information you need to be future ready. Business News. More news, more insights, more connections. Sean, the sports column has made a return in our first edition of the year and in it you've gotten down to business very quickly and you've said that you loathe T20 cricket. Tell me why that is. Yeah, I've just never got into it. I suppose it's about um, I grew up with, with test cricket and one day cricket and and you know, the, just the, the, the shortening of the game, the, the, they're really trying to pack, you know, every tiny bit of action into, uh, you know, into as, as small a time frame as you can. It just just really annoys me. It, I, I, I've described it many times as cricket for people who don't like cricket. And while I understand, you know, it's, it's about kids and shorter attention spans and maybe getting people into cricket who, who haven't been before. So, so it's, got a, it's got a purpose and I understand that not something I actually want to watch and uh, and you know even more so I suppose given the way our, our domestic competition's gone in recent years. Mm. And you know in this article in fact is the main point of the article is that the Big Bash is struggling. Uh, can you explain to me what that struggle is? Yeah so you know I, I my, my take on it is they've tried to pack too much of it in and and I suppose you know as a business when you're doing something well you um you do more of it don't you 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 try to do more of the same or or better of the same to to make sure that you you're maximizing your profits and and that's what cricket's trying to do they're saying people like this product let's give them more of this product but that comes with some some issues right because part of the part of the attraction of the product was it was a it was a short season so you know, it was. Um, I liken it to British television series run for you know six, ten episodes, and it's done, and you might only get two or three series. And if the Americans do it, it's you know twenty-five series long and runs for ten years, and there's too many episodes, and 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 they might still be good, but the quality disappears a bit. So, um, but also that that desire to to watch it, you know, the 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 mystique of it. I, I think that disappears when you you do it as often as they do T20 cricket, but also with it running longer means. The imports, the top quality imports who play international cricket, they struggle because how do they find two months in the middle of the southern summer to to get to Australia to play big bash cricket? There's doubtless there's going to be some test matches for their nation in that period. Most of them 
prioritise that. So you're finding we're not getting the stars that we used to get or the level of stars. Um, and uh, then, of course, all of that, you know, it might have been okay, even if it was waning somewhat, but then we've had COVID on top of it. And COVID's obviously made all of it difficult. I don't think cricket's done a great job um, or as good a job as football did of, um, you know, finding hubs and other ways around it so that the game was able to... Um, to, to continue as easily and to have um, supporters there because it's all well and good to play a game, but when it's always or, or, or very commonly before no or very small crowds, that's difficult. That You know, it takes away from the atmosphere. It takes away from the interest. So, you know, I, I just think they've got to, they've got to rethink it. I, I think we've seen crowd numbers coming down for, for the last three or four years in a row. They're dire this year. There's an excuse of COVID, but I think they need a reset. I made the point in the article as well that uh, originally the Big Bash was established to fill the financial hole when uh, summers when India wasn't touring. Uh, yeah. You also made the point that the the format now needs to change to be about cricket. Uh, can you talk me through a bit about how uh, the Big Bash can change so that it can continue to be a sustainable operation? Yeah, so look, I, I think they actually should should go back towards the original model a bit. So I think, you know, uh, they've got 61 games in 55 days at the moment. Um, even for a cricket tragic, that's a lot of cricket. Um, at the same time, I might add, as the Test Series is on with, you know, well... We, we could call it 25 days, but um, the English didn't quite get 25 days of cricket most times. So let's call it 25 days of test match cricket at the same time as we're getting 61 bash games in 55 days. It's too much. Go back to what it was. When, when they started, it was a month-long contest. So those international stars could come along. We had the Shane Warnes and the Kevin Petersons coming along to, to play in those initial series. Some of the recently retired international stars, but also some up-and-coming international players. Uh, I think go back to that. I think, um, you know, give it, give it the short season, let people um, enjoy that one month of, of high-quality Big Bash cricket, and I think you'll see, you'll see people come back to it. Well, we got one game here in Perth this summer. Hopefully we do at least get a few more, even if uh, hopefully it's not as many games as we were originally scheduled to have this year. Sean, thanks so much. No worries. Stay on top of the latest news stories that are impacting your business, industry or sector. The New Look Business News app gives subscribers breaking news alerts, access to e-editions, articles by category, as well as our advanced data and insights search function to find projects, people and companies. It's your mobile portal to the latest intelligence on commerce, politics and industry, wherever you are. Stay informed at critical times and download today. Visit businessnews.com.au slash app, download on the App Store or get it on Google Play now. This podcast was brought to you by Optus Stadium. Now taking orders for your next breakfast or lunch meeting. If you like what you've heard, head to our Spotify page to like and subscribe. New episodes of At Close of Business are available every day in time for our afternoon wrap. I'm Jordan Murray. See you tomorrow.